Hello. Hi. Welcome. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps not shouldn't have been a surprise. But... Uh, this was Downton Abbey Series 6, Episode 8, mm-hmm. the penultimate right. episode the, the final for all of, time. Yeah. The final regularly scheduled or, you know, regularly airing episode. I mean, I think we can safely say this is the final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because we were like, uh, this is, is going on. Yeah, stretching longer than an hour. And uh, we know our daylight savings time got sorted out, so right. we're fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so let's dive in. Yeah. It was interesting because there were fewer plot threads mm-hmm. that were individual plot threads. However, a lot happened. Yeah. Within each one sure. and drew in multiple parties Major from both upstairs and downstairs. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. uh, number one, the adultery table, <laughs> right. which would be a great name for a B and B. It absolutely. If we would. ever open a B and B, it's going to be called the adultery table. Yeah. So this the, is so ridiculous. The long the, <sighs> this whole episode, I was like, how are we veering so wildly between just. Shit that is laughable, right? Right back into genuine emotion. Yeah, like it's. I was, I was like, is this what being bipolar is? <laughs> like, it may. I don't know. It's been a roller coaster. So okay. So remember last week, Mrs. Patmore's B and B. There was some guy taking photos, right? So and we missed like the very very beginning. Like our ITV player did something weird. Yeah, but like we came in and I think this was the entire thing. So right. Sergeant Willis, good old <laughs> Sergeant Willis. Yeah. Is talking to Mrs. Patmore and he's like, uh, listen up, boo. Mm-hmm. Your B and B is being bandied about as a house, house of, of ill, Ill repute. repute. Uh because the couple that she had, they said they were Doctor and Mrs. whatever, whatever. their name yeah. was, but they actually were different people mm-hmm. uh and they were committing adultery. Yes. And somehow like, now, did see, they even this... have background checks? <laughs> right. Like, like Yeah, and it's like you know What do you think? hotels and b&b's are for yeah like is the grand hotel in liverpool a house of ill repute now because uh you know mary and that idiot you know hooked up there <laughs> you mean gilly that's right um, um well they stayed under their own names and just yeah. happened to have adjoining suites oh yeah. my god remember how that lady showed up trying to blackmail her mm-hmm. we've come a long way <laughs> we have from the beginning of this we certainly season. have oh my god anyway so it's this whole thing and then like Mrs. Patmore might have to testify in court and she faints, basically, mm-hmm. but then it's settled out of court. Right. So she doesn't have to testify, but still nobody will come and stay. So the solution that the family upstairs has decided is that they are going to go to tea there mm-hmm. and like, you know, basically burn sage. <laughs> right. <laughs> and cleanse the house of its adulterous spirit. Yeah. And so Lord Grantham, McGee, and Rosamond, mm-hmm. who's still there for reasons that are very flimsy. Well, yeah. They said she has a cold. <laughs> oh, I know. And uh, Lord Grantham was like, how long are you staying? Which is great. Yeah. I like when they have sibling spats. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And so they get their photo taken for the paper. And that's so it's, that. it's presumably the hottest ticket in town now. Yeah. And it's going to be fine. The murder bell thickens. Yeah. This is very small. Right. But we think it's going to have a big payoff in the Christmas special. Yeah. So Isabel goes to visit Miss Crookshank. Right. Or is it Miss Crookshank or so. Lady Crookshank? I think it's Miss. Anyway, she goes to see her 
And uh, Crookshank is like, oh, well, I speak from Larry and I. When I say we'd be delighted if you take Papa off our hands. <laughs> and Isabel's like, no, Larry Gray is going to have to come see me with his face mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and tell me what is up. No, Isabel was solid in this scene because Miss Crookshank is like, well, you know men. And Isabel says, no, I don't believe I do. Why don't you tell me about them? <laughs> It's great. Yeah. So anyway, um, she speaks to Murdy mm-hmm. later and he's saying, Oh, you know, surely, you know, she's a very kind and gentle soul. <laughs> I think actually maybe that preceded her maybe going to so. see her. But anyway, yeah. but Isabel's like, yeah, well, she kind of sucks. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And yeah. And so then at the very end of the episode, uh, Murdy tries to say something about it and Isabel and the Dowager, who is back by the end of the episode, uh, the Dowager's like, the ball is in Larry's court. Only he can play it. So yeah. Yeah. Game set Dowager Countess. Right. Uh, Barrow's Blues. So yeah. Uh, we're at DEFCON 1. Yeah. In terms of Barrow committing suicide. Right. Uh, uh, because he attempted to commit suicide. That's... Which, luckily, he said something to Molesley about, because Molesley was walking to teach his students mm-hmm. with Miss Baxter, and he said something uh, along the lines of, oh, you know, I hope you're happier in your life than I've been. And Miss right. Baxter's, you know, suicideometer goes off. <laughs> yeah. She runs back to the house. She's in the men's wing where she encounters Andy, who's mm-hmm. like, does Mr. Carson know you're in the men's <laughs> wing? And so they bust down the door in the bathroom where Barrow has opened his wrists. Yes. Uh, so they go get Mrs. Hughes and call the doctor and, you know, they get him bandaged up and he is, yeah. been gotten to yeah. in time carson has to tell the family right and like saying this at this point undercuts <laughs> the impact that it has after you hear about everything else that's gone with her right but so carson tells lord grantham when he comes in to serve tea mm-hmm. and lord grantham is like oh my god don't even service our tea yeah. like go handle this right and you know then mary goes to serve herself some tea and is like well papa has sacking barrow to as a saving measure been worth it and yeah. he's like that was a low blow even for you yeah. which it was it was um and it's you know it's less that they sacked him right except that they did not yeah like either sack him or don't sack him yeah and that's, that's really and that's really on carson quite frankly no and he was so nasty yeah and Carson, I don't yeah. I don't think Carson's been appropriately abraded right. this season for being such a dick yeah. to everyone. Yeah. He has been. He and used to not be th- like, you know, in that episode where uh, Barrow was, you know, the butler for a time mm-hmm. and, you know, he's like, oh, Carson's a kind man. I'm like, is he? Yeah. Because he seems real mean sometimes. Yeah. Like, he's so mean to Mrs. Patmore about the adultery table. Yeah. Yeah. Coining the phrase adultery table. <laughs> right. But it's just like, dude, calm down. Yeah. He, he is not. So anyway, Barrow will live. Yeah. And has been given a reprieve for the time being. Right. Which I'm like, can't you just fire Mosley? <laughs> right. Cause like, he's got, yeah, he's, he's, you know, well, uh, you know, he's our next subject, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so what is very sweet mm-hmm. is that Mary brings Master George, yeah. Barrow's BFF, mm-hmm. to come see him, and he's got an orange. Yeah. And he says, this is to make you feel better, Mr. <laughs> Barrow. And it is cute as hell. It is very cute. And actually, Mary and Barrow have a nice moment where they're both like, yes, we're quite unpleasant people. <laughs> yeah. 
And, you know, she says, oh, I hope things get better for you, Barrow. And he says, I'd say the same, lady, if it wouldn't be imperfect. <laughs> so it's a great scene. It is a nice scene. No, and actually, I wished in that scene that it would have gotten super meta, where they're both like, <laughs> I say these things, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's just like, it's almost as if a sinister man, a baron, perhaps, <laughs> is dictating our ridiculous behavior. <laughs> then we have... um Oh, and I skipped uh, Edith's tree withers. Right. So, okay. Uh, Mary and Tom are in town and they see that a Marcus, Marquis? Marquis. Marquis, yeah. A Marquis has died in Tangiers. Yes. And they pick it up to check it out and it turns out it's the Marquis of Hexham, Mm -hmm. which I had forgotten is the guy right. whose estate they rented last Christmas and also Bertie Pelham is the estate agent for. Yeah. So they find out about that. That's crazy. So Edith gets in touch with Bertie. Right. And it turns out the new Marquis of Hexham is Bertie. What? And the scene where this is revealed is hysterically <laughs> funny because well, Lord Mary- Grantham says... <laughs> Golly gumdrops, what a turn up. <laughs> he does. And Mary's so pissed because she'd been saying, oh, he's probably not even going to be a state agent now. <laughs> yeah. And Edith was like, actually, he's the Marquis. <laughs> and Lord Grantham was like, oh, Edith's going to outrank us all. <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, except for Mary, who is just like catatonic with rage. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, so Bertie's swinging by Downton on his way to go to Tangiers to mm-hmm. settle all of his cousin's affairs. His cousin was delicate and enjoyed looking at fishermen. Yeah. And frequently went off to Tangiers for poorly explained reasons. Yeah. So we think and he might we have just watched Brideshead revisit. He might have been so. bunburying. <laughs> um, that's our un- suspicion. Well, I was like, was his health delicate or like his manner? Right. It's very unclear. We also find out that Bertie's mother is a bit of a battle axe. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so more on that later, I yeah. assume. And very <gasps> cockahoop. Ooh, I hope that some British dame gets to play her. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Chekhov's mother-in-law, right? <laughs> anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself because yeah. we haven't gotten to the end of this episode. Right. So anyway, Bertie's like, hey, Edith, like, you know, yes, no, maybe. Yeah. Well, he wants a yes or no. And she doesn't really. Yeah. He says he'll take her dithering as a yes. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not a yes, dude. Right. Know the difference between a yes and dithering. Right. Right. Like, that's how life works. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's what happens. And so Mary has put together about Marigold. Right. Finally. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So Mary's all put out because and this is jumping yeah, yeah, head yeah. in my th- anyway but it has to Mary's be. all put out because stupid Tom yeah. keeps trying to foist gorgeous beautiful Matthew Good on her which like we'll get to that anyway so she's all pissy mm-hmm. so she comes into breakfast where uh Tom Edith and Bertie are all having their food right and <laughs> their then breakfast. Lord Grantham leaves for unexplained reasons he's going off to do you know anyway whatever. so Mary they're like, oh, we're going to announce that we're engaged. And then Mary's like, oh, so she's told you about Marigold, which Edith had not. No. And there was all this stuff in the older generation where they were all like debating what to do. Right. And, and this is, is Edith where, tricking him. This is what Lord Grantham and Rosamond fought about. Because yeah. Lord Grantham is like, Ma, you know what? If maybe she doesn't have to tell him if she doesn't want to. And like, and we we're a very McGee thing. It's like right. she needs to tell him. And yeah. she didn't. This is the thing. It's. We agree that she needs to tell him, but we kind of agree with Lord Grantham that 
to leave it to her to do so. Right. And, you know, I think she was going to. She, and that's the thing, too. She just it's kept like, putting it off because she didn't want to, but she eventually would have. Yeah. Like, you know, he was going to go off to Tangiers. She'd be like, by the way, this isn't going to sound great because <laughs> I didn't know how to tell you. But instead, yeah. her hand is forced. Right. He's very upset. Yeah. And again, of course, as we knew he would be, he is not upset so much about her daughter as the fact that she didn't trust him. Yeah. But like the way they leave it, you're like, oh my God, he's totally going to be back. Yeah. Like he's just mad now. Yeah. No, because even you could see just in his body language, just when she was like, so sorry and everything like that, you could see him like wanting to reach out to yeah. her. Yeah. But anyway, but so he left and is in Tangiers and I'm sure he'll look at those fishermen and be like, I'm not gay. <laughs> Yeah. And then he'll run screaming back into Edith's <laughs> arms. So Edith goes to London. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Edith goes to London and she's there with her editor and she's like, oh, we're going to meet the mysterious Cassandra Jones. Yeah. And, you know, they are like, ooh, who is she? Mm-hmm. My, my. Is she sending an impersonator? We'll say bananas <laughs> if we think she's lying. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are weird. They are very weird. Like, they are like, they're like middle schoolers, when yeah. they're, which I enjoy. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I want, oh, I wonder if that editor's going to hook up with Tom. Oh, right. Because that kind of yeah, got set yeah. up at uh, Brooklyn's. That's right. Brooklyn's. That's right. Brooklyn. Brook- Brooklyn's. Yeah. Yeah. The car crash place. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hold that laugh. <laughs> yeah. If you're laughing too, you know where we're going with that. Right. Anyway, um, so they, you know, Edith shows up to meet the mysterious, uh, Cassandra Jones mm-hmm. and bust my buttons <laughs> if it's not old Sprat in potentially my favorite <laughs> development wackadoodle as it is oh my god it's motherfucking sprat sprat and i mean come on what better advice columnist do you want than fussy old sprat yeah so it is delightful it is delightful um did we have any indication that he was doing that i don't think so i, I mean, can't remember the only I thing feel is like that he once posted a mysterious letter i think he maybe or like he mentioned i don't know i don't know and then if, you know, if you remember anything being mentioned, but it's a delightful right. surprise and we guffawed. We did. <laughs> uh, okay. Next we have, welcome back, Mr. Molesley. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Molesley has begun uh, teaching at the yeah. village school and he's talking downstairs about, oh, he's setting tests. And and it's like, are you sure you're not expecting too much of the children, Mr. Mosley? And I'm like, do they not take tests? <laughs> right. Is, is this Montessori? <laughs> is this unschooling? Is like, this what like is that going- school in Maine or something? <laughs> like, what? Anyway, so he goes in. In the first day, the kids are totally unruly. And they're like passing around a cartoon version of Mosley that right. actually is pretty good. Yeah, that was, I was like... But should, like they won't listen to him. You should, you should be like sending that into some like London periodicals. You could well, get a caricature job. Well, he tried to dive job. right in and like mm-hmm. start teaching them about the English Civil War. And I'm like, what were they learning before? Like you've skipped a lot. He's like, I don't care. This is what I came to teach. Anyway, then somehow the next time that he's teaching, it's all fine? Yeah. Like he did, there's no indication that he changed up in any way or they just, they suddenly respect him now. It's yeah. Like, it does feel like there was a scene cut. Yeah. In that. Which maybe they'll show in the US version. Yeah. Who which knows? they do from time to time. That's true. But he does have a nice speech about yeah. how, you know, anybody can be in government and the kids are like, I, 
I don't need toss can't be in the government. <laughs> and he's like, no, he's like, you know, I worked in service mm-hmm. and like, I got actually a little verklempt mm-hmm. because you know, this little girl is like, me mom's in service. And a little boy's like, me dad's a gardener at wherever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> We all have parents that work. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was great. Mm-hmm. And Daisy like overheard that. And yeah. Who cares? And then and then announced to everybody in the servants' hall that he had done so well, and everybody applauded. <laughs> <laughs> what show is this show? Oh my god. Which brings us to the final thing: Who will marry Mary? Yeah. Question mark. The final round. Exclamation point. It's Period. Matthew Good, apparently. It, yeah, it turns out yeah. it's Matthew Good. So he, okay, so here's the thing. <sighs> it has been this episode. Like I would say, ten percent of the lines in this episode were people insisting that Mary and Matthew Good love each other, like over and over and over again. And we do not buy it. We don't buy it. Do they want to bone down? Yeah, probably. Sure. Oh, yeah. Who like they're both yeah. very attractive. They're both very attractive. That's that's they're you know an equal match on that front. But where is the chemistry that supposedly exists? Like, like they're flirtatious, but it's not like, and they don't know each other well enough for us to be that invested in it, right? And I mean, they're both acting the hell out of it. But I'm just like. For everybody to be acting like it's this foregone conclusion. Yeah. It's like, guess what, Baron Fellows? Your, you know, viewership is intelligent enough for this not to be this crazy thing. Right. Oh, and just, Tom is just, Branson is just ridiculous about it. Is it is so annoying. Yeah. And like, his character is awful now. Yeah. His character doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. His character you know, is now just a puppet of the aristocracy. Yeah. It's like, what do you care? Yeah. Who she gets married to. Right. But, uh, yeah, that was very, very so, frustrating. You know, exhibit A, he invites Henry Talbot up after Mary has explicitly Ex- yeah. told him not to. Yeah. Like, that's just rude. Like, so that's just, he she- shows up and Mary is rude to him, yeah. but McGee invites him to stay. Right. And he's which, like, yeah, I will. Yeah. Which, and, and Mary gets mad at McGee over that, but that's not on McGee. Like, it is you not ha- on McGee. She has no choice like, but to wh- invite him Mary's to stay. Mary's gonna suck if she ever runs that house. Yeah. Um, she's gonna be like Tina Turner in Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> Two men enter. No men leave. <laughs> anyway, so he's there and they get into a whole row yeah. because he says that, like... It's only because he doesn't have money or his position or whatever yeah, that she won't marry Yeah, and he says him. that her not wanting to marry him because he doesn't have any money is the same thing as wanting to marry a guy because he has a bunch of money. Right. And I'm like, the bigger problem for her is that you're a race car driver. Yeah. And also, which they don't discuss. Right. And to be fair, that's never the reason Mary gives when she's explaining why it wouldn't work out. Yes, it does. She says well, that to her grandmother. At the end, yeah. yeah. But throughout, like, yeah. to Tom and in these other discussions, yeah. she never... So anyway, he leaves early and she's pissy. And that's when she drops the bomb about Marigold. And then yeah. Edith just fucking screams at her. Yeah. I can't believe we skipped that. No. In I, the Edith part. Right. That's so actually... Mary goes... Mary's outfit on this day <laughs> is maybe my favorite outfit of the whole series. It is cute as fuck. Well, all right. But so she goes up to like kind of apologize to Edith. And Edith just lets her have it and calls yeah. her a bitch three times. Mm-hmm. 
and you know says the only thing that makes her happy is that mary is also miserable yeah um and you know and mary seems somewhat chastened right like insofar as she can be yeah so she is like whatever and then Tom has gotten the Dowager Countess to come home from her holiday in right. the south of France, which yeah. I think is a little bit arrogant. Uh, true, agreed. Tom also lays into her um, about the about Edith, the Edith, Edith thing, thing which, which that we support. Yeah, that's, that's perfectly fine. justified. Um, but again, as he's saying, he's like, "Oh, you know, just because you're making yourself miserable," and right. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. "Is she right? She's not like suited to have a partner. Maybe like right. deal with it." Yeah. So the dowager comes back and she's like, Mary, quit being a bee. Yeah. You need to make peace with your sister and then make peace with yourself. Yeah. And that's great advice. But Mary says in the course of this conversation, I don't want to be a crash widow a second time. <laughs> and we died laughing. Is that a thing? Uh, I mean, maybe like if you're... I'm not a war widow. <laughs> like, I could see that if you're like... Paul Haggis's wife and he's never around while filming the movie <laughs> Crash. <laughs> so anyway, she decides to uh she calls Henry Talbot mm-hmm. and he comes up and they British yeah. and decide they're getting married and he actually has a license yeah. that he got without her consent. <laughs> right. Um, but he could do it because like his uncle is a bishop or something yeah, like anyway, that. Yeah. Anyway, so they've got the license. They decide they're going to get married that Saturday. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. And uh, they proceed to do so. And Edith comes back for the wedding and she and Mary do actually have a relatively nice scene where mm-hmm. Edith is like, because someday we're going to be the only people who remember Sybil. Or mm-hmm. mama and papa, or any of the people from our youth. And yeah. it is very sweet. It and is. they kind of maybe are going to be nice to each other. Maybe. Which would be a welcome change, because they've really been annoying this season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, although I, I will say in that scene, you know, the, the saying, you know I'm sorry, is not the same thing as saying I'm sorry. Yeah. And I wish she would have just, like, for once... Um, actually yeah, apologize without hedging it but that's not her style yeah it really that's isn't. why who will marry mary has been <laughs> such an evergreen plot line yeah and i have to say i'm extremely disappointed that uh julian ovenden uh, didn't yeah, come back agreed. because as much as Very i love matthew so. good i was going to cite him earlier charles somebody... blake is such a better fit for her yeah they had chemistry they had chemistry and yeah. it made sense mm-hmm. and he was a toff yeah as she said and I I don't know. I'm too tired, guys. <laughs> I've I've been through the ringer with this whole thing and I just can't do it yeah. anymore. Well So it's done. Yeah. Uh predictions for the Christmas special. I think we're gonna see a murder bell. Mm-hmm. If not wedding, then engagement. Yeah. I think we're gonna see Bertie Pelham come back and yeah. decide it's fine, but then also Edith has to navigate her mother in law right. who's not gonna be thrilled mm-hmm. that she has a wedlock baby. Yeah. Um, maybe something with Brands. I can't imagine what they're they gonna even- end. They're gonna end it without him having some doxy to marry. I guess it's gonna be that editor. Yeah, I guess so. They did the um, bare minimum possible there. You know, Spratt <laughs> possibly becomes the toast of British society. Sure. Uh, Anna will have a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas will be happy somehow. Maybe it In seems like. Some way. Yeah, I mean, I if- think Daisy's gonna leave. And take on the farm full time and wind up hooking up with Andy. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, 
Is yeah. anyone going to die? That's what I was just debating in my mind. I think... I mean, the Dowager is spry as hell. True. Like, she's spryer than her own son. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I do feel like there is going to be some random wacky thing that we're not thinking of that's going to happen, you know. Well, there'll be some sort of ridiculousness with Mrs. Patmore and the adultery table. Um... <sighs> Isabel barely had anything to do. Yeah. Well, so I really hope that she gets a bit more play. Yeah. Which if it's the Murdy yeah. thing, then it so, will. Yeah. But, um, I mean, kind of the same for McG and LG. They've just kind of been, you know, color commentary. Yeah, that's true. Uh, who else is there? Um, Mosley's at the school. I don't, you know, you know, he might wind up with Baxter. Baxter might just like fade into complete transparency. <laughs> She's like that photo in Back to the Future. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I'm like running out of things to predict here. So I yeah. guess that's pretty much everybody accounted for. I guess it is. Oh, Rose and, uh, oh, what right. the hell is his name? Uh, I keep thinking like Alfred, but that's not it. No, it's I keep uh, thinking like Aloysius, but that's the teddy bear in Bride's Head Revisited, <laughs> right. aka my favorite character. No, he's, uh, you know, that guy is. Uh, oh, I just had it in my brain. Uh, Atticus. Yeah. Atticus. Shoo. Okay, so they'll come back over. Maybe Shrimpy and Susan. Hmm, yeah. Probably not Susan, though. You wouldn't. I mean, after all that nonsense she yeah. pulled last year. Yeah, probably not. Um. Oh, God. You know what I would freaking love? What? Is if they would bring back Mac L and Mac H. Yeah. I doubt they will because I'm pretty sure that Mac L said it was probably her last trip to Britain before she would die. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, man, I just – I want the whole crew back together, I man. Know, I want to just send it off with a bang. I know. Uh, you know, they'll have some hijinks about a letter or some such. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, we had no idea that this was the last one. <laughs> right. Well, I think we're so used to prestige television over here being 13 episodes. Yeah. Which I think in terms of runtime is about what this winds up Probably being. Probably close, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, everybody, you know, we'll keep doing hiatus programming stuff yep. and we'll have our uh, 12 days of Downton coverage. That's right. So stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, until December 25th, y'all. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So yep. we'll be back with the Christmas special. Uh, we'll probably be feeling pretty special. Mm-hmm. That'll Enjoy- be fun because we'll never, we've never watched it on Christmas You're right. before. You're right. It's never been an option. Yeah. But this year we'll be here in Oakland. That's right. We'll be able to watch it on ITV. Mm-hmm. Oh, any ads? Yes. Yeah. So there's that crazy ad with Jennifer Aniston. Right. Sorry, adverts. <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Aniston on the plane and there's no shower uh-huh. and I'm watching this. You were in the bathroom the first right. time and I'm like, what the fuck are you even talking about, Jennifer Aniston? There is no such thing as a plane with a shower. And then she's like, well, what about the bar? And I'm like, I do know that bars on planes are things. But then like all the flight attendants are being really mean to her in yeah. a way that flight attendants aren't allowed to be. And I was like, this must be a dream. Yeah. And she wakes up on uh, an Emirates, Emirates. plane. Yeah. And is like, oh, shoo. And then she goes to the bar and she's having, you know, her martini uh-huh. and, you know, commiserating with the bartender about this horrible dream she had. And I yeah. was like, I want to be rich. I know. We all I want to take rich. a shower on a plane. <laughs> I know. It sounds like it must be horrible for the environment, but <laughs> I want it. I know. Uh, there was that. Good golly. Just 
Christmas commercial after yeah, Christmas. That commercial. was mainly what it was. So. Like amazing. Yeah. And somebody had emailed us about a particular commercial that we should keep an eye out for, but I can't recall seeing it. I mean, I don't remember what that email was, but nothing really like again, apart from that Emirates commercial, all the Christmas commercials were pretty bland. I Christmas mean, once again, it seems like you guys have really great furniture stores. Yeah. True enough. I would really like to go shopping in your furniture stores, except that that would be ludicrous. Right. Because... There are clear Yeah, there's uh, a clear cost-benefit analysis yeah. that's like, mm, maybe, no. Right. Um, yeah, but that was pretty much it. They, yeah. weren't, they weren't super uh, exciting. Yeah. So, yeah, so we'll be back uh, right. in, what, six weeks? Something like that. About? Six or seven. Yeah, and uh, we will catch you then. Yeah.